Have you ever noticed that the lower jaw is not protected in sports? Did you know that 10,800 concussions will happen today? This has been an upward trend for the past 50 years. I'm Dr. Michael Hutchison, a practicing neuromuscular dentist. When my son wanted to participate in football and rugby, I was afraid he was going to get a concussion. That fear led me to finding the missing link to reducing concussions. The fact is, the only part of the skull that is not protected in sports is the lower jaw. If you want to drastically reduce concussions, there are three basic jaw positions that affect concussions and two of them are not good. The correct one is called physiologic jaw position. It will dissipate the force away from the brain. Knowing that, I designed an appliance that put my son's jaw in the right place and as a result, he was concussion-free from fifth grade all the way to senior year. This job position takes those 10,800 concussions today down to 28. It's the key to concussion protection. As a parent, this is what you need to know. It's extremely important that the device you are using is on the lower jaw. Thickness of the device is important. Most importantly, it must position and hold you in your own unique personal physiologic jaw position. So if your child goes out on the field with the correct jaw position, your son or daughter will not one of those 10,800 concussions today. Get yours today at powerplusmouthguard.com. Use the promo code POWERUP2023 for 10% off. Thanks for listening to the Pigskin Tales podcast. This story was written and produced by Ross Bliley, edited by Nikki Bliley. To support the podcast, join me on Patreon. You can find the podcast on any platform you want, Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and Audible. If you like the story, help me out by doing a quick review. This will help others to want to listen. The soundtrack is from filmmusic.io. Once again, thanks for listening to the Pigskin Tales podcast. Last time on the Pigskin Tales podcast, I interviewed Jim LeClaire's eldest daughter, Kelly. She and I have a special relationship that goes back to 2011 when I went to Mayville State University for elementary education. Coincidentally, she just happened to not only be one of my teachers, she was the daughter of one of the 50 greatest linebackers in Cincinnati Bengals franchise history. The interview was awesome, and if you haven't listened to it yet, check it out. This time on the Pigskin Tales podcast, I'll be finishing up the story of the Mayville Mayor Jim LeClaire. So sit back, relax, and enjoy listening to the Pigskin Tales podcast.
After Jim retired from professional football and achieved his dreams of being a head coach at Mayville State, he decided that there was so much more work to be done in social work than in football. When I talked to Kelly about his leadership in the Mayville Portland community, she said that he always wanted to be someone who was well respected as well as someone to be looked up to. His desire to help support troubled youth athletes achieve their dreams was a passion of his. He and Jonathan Peer, a good friend of his, started a program called Peer Acceleration, designed to foster youth athletes who were troubled and mold them into something worthy. Eventually, they sold the company to Sanford, but, but his desire to instill a hard work ethic in troubled youth was something amazing. Kids as young as 10 years old were part of this program. Some of them even went on to play college football. As his football life came to a close, he wanted to try something new. In the late 80s, he decided to run for mayor of Mayville. I think he thought that being the mayor of a small town was part of what he was supposed to do, to help others and the community. He believed that challenges in life make you resilient. Without toughness, determination, and grit, life in general will keep you from achieving your dreams. He was voted in and served one term. In the 90s, he was very busy molding troubled youth, going to church, spending quality time with his family, as well as selling insurance. In 2013, Jim was diagnosed with Alzheimer's disease. In the interview with Kelly, she mentioned that he lost his ability to talk almost right away. When he was inducted into the Cincinnati Bengals 50 Greatest Players in Franchise History ceremony, he wasn't able to travel due to his health, but Kelly and her younger brother Andrew, as well as his kids, were all able to go represent him. She also mentioned that she was the only female representative of all the players to be inducted. On November 4th, 2019, our hero of this story passed away at the age of 69. For about six years, he lived at Luther Memorial Home in Mayville. An interesting part about this is that both my wife and I worked as CNAs at Luther Memorial Home just before Jim lived there. This is why I also had to do this project, not just because Kelly was my teacher in college, but that I also worked in the same facility as he, but quit just before he got there. So that's also why I had no idea who he was until the news story came out just before the Super Bowl this year. Nevertheless, Jim's story is one of perseverance, grit, and passion. He lived a full life. He made many friends and achieved big goals. He never gave up on anybody. He always believed in hard work creating a purpose.
Thanks for listening to the Pigskin Tales podcast. This story was written and produced by Ross Bliley, edited by Nikki Bliley. To support the podcast, join me on Patreon. You can find the podcast on any platform you want. Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and Audible. If you like the story, help me out by doing a quick review. This will help others to want to listen. The soundtrack is from filmmusic.io. Once again, thanks for listening to the Pigskin Tales podcast. Hey there, sports history fan. This is Arnie Chapman, a.k.a. the Football History Dude, and I wanted to thank you for stopping by to listen to another episode here on the Sports History Network. Our podcasters are passionate about uncovering and sharing sports stories from yesteryear. And if you didn't know it already, we have over 30 shows across the network covering all sorts of sports history topics. In fact, here's a glimpse into one of our awesome podcasts here on the network. Do you wish you knew more about the 100 seasons of the NFL? You're in luck because you found the Football History Dude Podcast, where each episode is a journey back in time to learn about the rich history of the NFL. From the founding of the league in an auto showroom, all the way to what it is today, America's favorite sport and a behemoth of an industry. My name is Ernie Chapman. Football is my passion, and I want you to come along with me each week to explore the yesteryear of the gridiron. So hop on board, my DeLorean, and let's get this baby up to 88 miles per hour. How about that? I bet you're super hyped to go listen to that new podcast, right? Well, to learn about this show and all the other podcasts on the network, head over to sportshistorynetwork.com forward slash podcast. Again, that's sportshistorynetwork.com forward slash podcast. Head over there today to find your next favorite sports history podcast.